The church family had gathered for a funeral, but there was a problem because afterwards they were supposed to have a meal. But there had been some miscommunication, and when they got there and figured out how much food was left, there wasn't nearly enough to cover the nearly 90 people who'd be filling the dining room later. How could God possibly provide food for so many people? Stay tuned to hear the amazing answer. This podcast is brought to you by Better Life Broadcasting Network. Since 1990, Better Life has been providing Bible-based religious programming to the public. For more information, including how you can view Better Life's channels on your TV or digital device, how you can contact us, or even how to make a donation, please visit blbn.org. That's blbn.org for Better Life Broadcasting Network. And now, here's today's podcast. Hello and welcome to this episode of Better Life Today. With me is Sayudi Rodriguez. Sayudi, welcome. Thank you. And once again, let's introduce you. You and your husband work here at Better Life. What do you do? We are helping with Vida Mejor, and that's the Spanish channel for Better Life. So you helped run that? Yes. Very yes. good. How's the response been to the channel? It's been wonderful. Very good. A good, lot of good phone, phone calls. calls huh? And yes, it's good. Uh, we're very happy to have you and your husband helping on the team in that way. Well, today, Sayuri, our program is uh, once again on God's miraculous uh, love and care for his people. Mm -hmm. We've been doing stories about prayers, about miracles. Today, we're, we're kind of narrowing our focus a little bit. We're talking about God that provides, Amen. our Father that provides. And we've got a lot of good stories for you about God providing in times. And you know, the thing that I've noticed through the stories of the Bible and the stories that we have to share is how creative God is. Mm -hmm. You know, you think you sit down, you have a problem, you start to think, how could God solve this problem? Well, you don't, you know, you don't even need to bother because he is so creative. He'll come up with his own answer. And sometimes <laughs> it's far more interesting than what you would have come up with. Yes. And uh, to begin though, we have a special story from the scriptures we wanted to share. Yes. Would you read that for us? I'll be happy to. This story is found on the book of John and it's it's a beautiful story. It says, it says the following. It says, Now the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was near. And then Jesus lifted up his eyes and seeing a great multitude coming toward him, he said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread that these may eat? But this he said to test them, for he himself, he knew what he would do. Okay, let's get the setting here. This is the famous story in the Bible of, of Jesus with the 5,000. Yes. And, and they numbered the men in those days. And mm -hmm. so that's 5,000 men plus all the others that mm -hmm. were there. So he sees them coming. Right. And apparently it was a time to eat or there was <laughs> a lot of time was, had passed since yes. the last meal or something. He knew that they were hungry. Yes. And so when he asks, um, what, should we give what are we going to do? Mm -hmm. But the Bible was very interesting. And it said he asked because he was testing him. Yes. Right? Yes. So many times Jesus would do things for the purpose of testing people. Mm -hmm. And that shouldn't be lost on us. There's going to be times when we're tested, mm -hmm. when we're put into a situation where we ask why, or we start to think, how is God going to do something? Right. And it's not that God doesn't love us or doesn't know. He's testing you to see how will you respond to this problem. So let's see how they responded to the problem. So Philip okay. answers and he says, 200 denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may have a little one of the disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There's a lad here who has five barley loaves and two small fish. Hmm. But what are they among so many? <laughs> what is it? Five yeah. and two, but 5,000? Yeah, it's, it's essentially nothing. So then Jesus says, Make the people sit down. Now there was much grass in the place. So the men sat down in number... 5,000. 
And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to the disciples. Mm. And then the disciples to those sitting down, and likewise they did with the fish, as much as they wanted. So when they were filled, he said to his disciples, gather up the fragments that remain so that nothing is lost. Therefore, they gathered them up and filled 12 baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves, which were left over by those who had eaten. Then those men, when they had seen the sign that Jesus did, they said, this is truly the prophet who is come into the world. Mm. You know, they, it makes it sound so inviting. There's a lot of grass there. People are sitting down waiting to see what's going to happen. I really would have loved to have been I there know, just yes. to see this happen. Uh, I'm sure that the people who were gathering had no idea what was about to happen, yeah. uh, that they were going to be part of such a miraculous event. And then for Jesus to have them gather all this extra. Extra. That yes. It's like puts a punctuation, uh, an exclamation point on the end <laughs> of the miracle. Uh -huh. It's like not only was there enough, there was abundantly yes. enough. Yeah. And that's what God does, you know. The Bible does say that God gives us abundantly, not I'll give you, but even more than what we expect. Mm. And God, but God gives wise, wis, uh, yes, wisely with too. Wisdom. Yes. Uh, because sometimes there's things, uh, you know, those of uh, you who are parents know the kids come up to you, I want candy for breakfast. Mm. You know, <laughs> they think it'd be the most wonderful thing to have their candy for breakfast. But as a wise parent, you say, no, right. that's not what you're going to have. I've got something better for you. Mm -hmm. And in our lives too, we come to God sometimes asking, we don't know at the time it's foolish or it's dangerous or it's not necessary. But God, you know, tells us, no, you, you don't need that. I have mm -hmm. something better for you. Mm -hmm. And we have to be patient during those times. Yes. As little yes. kids are patient. You know, I remember being as a little kid and being mad that mom or dad wouldn't let me do something. But now that I'm an adult, I go, of course they didn't yes. let me do that. So sometimes it takes a little bit of time, you know, and sometimes we really think it's a need. I need to have this, you know, mm -hmm. a little one. I've heard little ones saying, you know, I really need to have a chocolate or something, <laughs> you know. And like you said, it's later that we realize, you know, I got something different. God provides sometimes what we thought we needed, it's not what he knows, mm -hmm. that it's what we need at that moment. But when he does provide miraculously, sometimes it's just fantastic. Mm -hmm. And that's it part is. of the, that's the some of the stories we want to share today. Yes. So let me jump yes. into my story. Go ahead. Okay, this is the lasagna story. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because as I started the program, I talked about a church group getting together for a funeral. They had gathered, and you know, uh, sometimes the ladies get together and talk, and they say, okay, we'll provide a meal afterwards, mm -hmm. and uh, you bring this, and you bring that, and you bring this. Well, in this particular church, uh, they came together, and they realized there had been miscommunication. Oh. And as a result, they only had three, the main dish was lasagna. Okay. They had three pans that were 9 by 13, which is just a little bit bigger than wow. a, a sheet of paper. Three pans like that, and one pan that was 9 by 9. They went in and counted the people who were there. And there was, in the service, there was uh, oh, about 100. Okay. But the ones who stayed for the meal ended up being about 90. We later found out in the story. So in the end, you had this, this much food yes. to feed you know, nearly 90 people. And they were going, what are we going to do? And they looked around and they said, well, we can run out and we can get some salad, we can get some whatever, but still, the main dish is lacking. Mm. And do you know what they decided to do? They decided to pray about it. Mm. You know, a lot of people aren't used to that. But you need to get in the habit. When you're in trouble, immediately take that trouble to your father. Yes. And say, we're in trouble. 
we, we miscalculated. We made a mistake, Lord. There's not enough food here to feed. Uh, we, and then do you know what they prayed? We need you to multiply this like you did in the <laughs> Bible. We need, we need a, a miracle. We need help for this. Well, after the funeral, they came into the dining hall, filled it up, and the people started to go through line. They had bread, they had other things, and they had prepared that. And as they were going through, this lady who tells the story, she says she was telling people, cut down the, cut down the, the portions, <laughs> cut down the portions. We have to make it last. And she said that as they walked by, she saw these huge heaping portions. She said, what are you doing? We don't have that much. But the people kept going through line. They went through all the ones that they thought they had, and they said, we need more. And so one lady said, I'll run into the kitchen, I'll check. And from somewhere, they don't know where, another pan appeared. But still, it was a little pan, the, the nine by yes. uh, 13. And they looked, and I, I think there was still 30 people left. left. A good number of people still left. And she stepped in, saw them go through, and she was just wondering. But then as it went on, her, she saw them having good portions. And she said, how long can this go? And the people <laughs> went through, and everybody was served. Wow. Big portions. Mm -hmm. She said, well, she went over to the dish and looked in. There was still a third left. Mm -hmm. There was still a third wow. left in the pan. There was extra. Yeah. There was abundance. And so at the very end of the service, they said, who wants to take the leftovers home? And she couldn't <laughs> believe that. Leftovers? The ladies gathered in the kitchen afterward, and there's a song that we sing in our churches sometimes. Thank God from whom all blessings flow. Oh, it's a little yes. song. Sometimes you sing it after prayer. Mm -hmm. They sang it because they were so thankful that God had provided in this miraculous way. Yeah to feed these people who were at the, attending the funeral. Yeah. They called it their miracle lasagna. Yeah. And so once again, we saw the miracle repeated, not in Bible times, but in modern days. Now, Saidi, I know you well enough to know that the Lord has provided for you and your friends also yes. in miraculous ways sometimes. Are you yes, gonna have a story for us? I have a story, but I wanted to say something. You mentioned it's something that we need to get into the habit of doing, praying, asking. Mm -hmm. uh, the Bible says, ask and it shall be given to you. And sometimes we want to try our own way, you know. I need this. Oh, I'm going to try calling so-and-so and this and that. And the last person we talk to is God. Yeah. But if we were to ask God, you know. First. Um, first, yes. Yeah. Amazing things happen. So my friend and I went to Kazakhstan as missionaries. Mm -hmm. And when we were missionaries, of course, a missionary, you don't get a lot of money. I mean, you're a volunteer there. And so they would give us close to $200 a month to be able to buy our food, um, transportation, we had to do that. And then we had just a little bit left over, and that was usually, I would spend it to, to buy phone cards oh. so that I could call my, my parents and my sure. family. Yeah. And so really we didn't have much money, um, but God provided for us every single day. Then it was time to go back home. And we were going straight, um, the good thing is they, they purchased the trip, round trip. So mm -hmm. we didn't have to worry about that. But we were going to the university to continue with our studies. Here in the, here in the States? or I mean It was in actually Mexico? in Mexico, yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we knew that it was very, very expensive. And we didn't have money. So you had spent your time as a missionary, yes, barely so making we don't it have money. on your income. Right. You didn't have any extra for school. Uh, the other students during summer, they would go and they would sell books and they were working. Yeah. So they had money to pay for the next school year. We didn't have that. Wow. And so we came back to, to Montemorelos, to the university, and we prayed about it. On our way there, we said, you know what? Um, we knew we had to be in Kazakhstan for a mission that God had for us. Mm -hmm. 
the mission is finished. And now we're heading back to the university. God must have a mission for us there and he will provide. We just need to pray. So we were praying and so praying. So were you two encouraging each other? Yeah, we were. And sometimes she would get a little discouraged and I was like, no, remember <laughs> this happened. And we will recall what God had done for us in the mission field. And so when we got to the university, um, no place to live. Um, we had, we didn't have a job so that we could say, okay, well, we're going to start working right away. Nothing like that. Wow. And of course we had to pay for our classes, which was very expensive. And so we get there and we decide to go to the office where they would tell us about how much money we needed to study. Yes. And we tell them, you know, we were missionaries. Could, could you help us with a little <laughs> bit? And, um, and they said, you know, could you wait outside? We're going to talk about it here. And so we go outside and we're praying the whole time we're praying. And it was, I'm thinking it was a couple of hours that we were out there mm. and we were praying and singing, praying and singing, remembering, you know, sometimes even if it sounds like something bad is going to happen, let's praise the Lord. So we were praising God and singing. And then someone come, came out and he said, you know, come on in. We have, um, we, we want to share something with you. So when we went in, they said, you know, we were doing all this different counting and it came out that we will be able to help you both with a scholarship. Ah. The whole year is paid. Wait, 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 a full scholarship? Full scholarship. And we, our mouth just dropped. We were thinking, you know, we were asking for a little bit. Here they're saying you have nothing to worry for the whole year. Wow. So you, we, went on, you went on the mission God sent you for yes. that summer, not making any money and trusting that he would take care of things. Yes. You get back not knowing how he's going to take care of things. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, they're coming out saying, oh, by the way, here's a full scholarship. Yes. That is amazing. So we're oh, praising God and just <laughs> super happy. And we go outside and we're just thanking God. God, thank you, thank you, thank you. At that very moment, we're walking. We had not even walked a block when two people approached us. And one started talking to my friend and another one to me. And this person who's talking to me, he says, I want to give you a job. Would you like to work with me? Which he had like the best for me. It was on missions, on the missions department. And I was like, I would love to. <laughs> and my friend had mentioned, you know, when I get back, I would love to work if God wanted to. You know, in the music department, that would be not. The guy was talking to her about working for her in the music department. So you were getting blessing after blessing, blessing after, after blessing. blessing. And he was it was the desire of our hearts, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so we're praising. Now we have a scholarship. We have the job of our dreams, you know. We're going to be working in something that we really want to. And as we continue walking, somebody came by and said, you know, hey, do you know of anybody that is looking for a place to rent because we have a place and you may want to come and see it. So we go, but we don't have the money. And it's this beautiful, beautiful place, like one of the best and we tell them, but we just got here. We were missionaries. We don't have, we do have a job. We're going to start this Monday. And the lady was kind enough to say, you know what? You were missionaries. Forget, forget about the first month. You don't have to pay for the first no month. Way. We got the place. So the same day, blessing after God provided for us. God provided for us. In abundance. In abundance. Yes. You were hoping for a little. And by the end of the day, the Lord had yes. laid out all of what these we blessings needed was before there. you. Mm -hmm. That is wonderful. God is good. Wow. You left it in God's hands. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I have another story for you. Okay. This one has to do about food too. <laughs> <laughs> My stories are about food today. Um, 
I have a friend, her name is Juanita, and she and her husband used to run a van ministry in New York. Uh, what that means is they would re-renovate these vans, put tables in them, uh, take them into town, downtown New York City, do blood pressures, have people come on board, do blood pressures, talk to them about some simple uh, health things that they could do to improve their life. Uh, they had spiritual literature, literature there, Bibles, things like this. And that was their ministry. They ministered to the people of New York City. Wow. One of the things they would do, though, occasionally, is that they would feed the homeless. So they would use the vans to go down. And on the days that they fed the homeless, they would have people make a lot of sandwiches. Mm -hmm. um, they put them in trash bags when they got them all made uh -huh. so that they had them all ready to go into the van. And they would have two, two bags full of the sandwiches. They would bring some fruit and they would have two big kettles of soup. Okay. And so the sandwiches and the soup matched. How many sandwiches were in the bags matched how many people could be served by the kettle. So two kettles, two bags. They head off into town. One day they were running late. They went in, they did their stuff, they grabbed the food, they took off and went downtown. They stopped at several places, and then they said, it's late in the day, we had a late start, let's mm -hmm. just go to a big park with a lot of people and we'll finish the day. Mm -hmm. So they drove to the big park, set up, started handing it out, and the line, you know, when the people came, they saw the vans, they knew the vans. There was a big sign on the side that said who they were, and the people would just line up automatically. So they lined up and they started serving them. They got through the first uh, bag of sandwiches, mm -hmm. they got through the first kettle of soup, and, they, and the, the lady, there's only two of them working, the ladies told the man, would you please go back get the second kettle of soup? We're about to run out. She only had like uh, four ladles of Aww. soup left. And uh, they looked in the line and there was about 100 people. She thought there was about 100 people left. So he went and found it and he went to the back and he said, uh, we have a problem. He said, in our haste, we left the second kettle back oh. at the ministry. Mm -hmm. And they stood, stood there for a minute in shock. Here was a lot of hungry people. And people will be patient and wait in line for a long time. But if you tell them all of a sudden there's not, not what they were waiting for, oh, no. it could go ugly, yes. you know. So they said to themselves, what's going to happen when we tell these people? We've mm -hmm. only got four servings left. And the line looks like it's about 100 people. They bowed their head. Mm -hmm. They did what you suggested. Mm -hmm. They went to the Lord and said, Lord, we need help. Mm -hmm. There's not enough food. There's not enough soup. After they were done praying, she started to ladle out the soup into the cups. It would be one ladle for a cup, one ladle, and they'd fill it up. She said, maybe I can stretch it a few more people. So she gave a half a cup to the next man. He looked at it and said, hey, it's only half full. <laughs> she felt she couldn't deny him, so yes. she filled it the rest of the way. And she kept going, and she kept going, and she kept going, hmm. and going, and going, and person wow. after person after person went through that line. By the time they were done, they had served the entire line mm. with a container that was only have, supposed to have four more wow, servings left. And they realized that God had performed a miracle for them. In our day and age, not in Bible times, right. he had multiplied the food again. Right. So I'm bringing you two stories so far of people yes. who needed food. They've gone to the Lord and he's multiplied it yes. for them, just like he did in the Bible. Yeah. And they saw that they had seen a miracle. I don't know if the people in line knew that they were having miracle soup. <laughs> I would have wanted to tell yes, them. Yes, <laughs> you know. But they were having miracle soup from the hand of God. And uh, anyway, I've just, that is so that, I like that story a lot because I know the lady whose ministry that happened to. And I like stories that I can share yes. that I know the people, mm -hmm. either it happened to or, or it happened to their friends. Yes. So anyway, beautiful. but there's more stories, right? Yes, you there is. you have another story? Um, I have a friend whose name is Sandy. And Sandy has a prayer group. They, they meet on Tuesdays. 
and she's very faithful on keeping her promise that every Tuesday you can come to her home and you're going to be able to pray and study the Bible. Um, Sandy worked and for some reason her job had to lay off a lot of people, mm. including Sandy. And she was getting a check from time to time, um, unemployment check. Yeah. And one time the check was not there. And she was so worried, you know, what's going to happen. And, and then it was a Tuesday, which was the day that she met with her friends uh, for the Bible study. And so that day she just went to her niece and she said, Father, today is the day of the prayer meeting that happens in my house. But I have, I have no drinks to offer. I have no, I have no dishes. You know, I don't, I don't have plates paper plates at least, you know, I don't have cups, I don't have napkins. And Lord, I, for myself, I don't have shampoo, I don't have toilet paper. And she just started naming everything that she didn't have. Wow. And she said, but God, you know, I'm coming to you and I could just cancel, but I'm not going to. I'm going to, you know my needs and I'm gonna leave it in your hands. Mm. And so Father, provide, or we, we're going to have a wonderful Bible study with nothing. <laughs> and so it was time for her Bible study. And she was praying to God. And she opens the door. The first person that comes in, he had a gallon of juice. He brought a gallon he of brought juice He brought a gallon of juice. And she's like, thank you. And she's thinking, here I was thinking, you know, maybe I could offer water. But I don't even have cups. And so he brought the, water, the juice. And she's like, thank you. And then here comes the next person with a plastic bag. And inside the plastic bag were cups and dishes, you know, the plates and napkins. And she's just wow. amazed. Thank you. And, and they were just like, oh, we brought this. And she just couldn't understand how everything was happening. And then here comes the next lady. And the lady has a bags with shampoo and toilet paper and laundry detergent and Everything she had asked for. Were <laughs> Just minutes before, right she had, she had her. created her laundry, her, uh, her shopping her list. list for yes. the Lord, saying, Lord, yes. I don't have these things. Next thing she knows. It was knows, like, check, check, next check. Next thing I know, people are, are she, God had them hand deliver yes. them. And so she says that when she saw them coming in, all of her friends just bringing this, impressed by God to bring something that she needed. And they didn't know. That's exactly what I need. She just started crying. And wow. she shared with them, this is what happened. And to me, it was so powerful to hear that testimony because there's a, there's a quote that says, when you start giving everything to God into his hand, Lord, I can't, but you, it's in your hands. Then you start seeing the hand of God in everything. And this is what was happening. Mm -hmm. you start, she started noticing that's from God and that one too, and that one too, and everything from God. Wow. Wow. And the Lord was teaching her to depend on him. Amen. And that's what we need to do. Yes. We want to encourage those who are watching today. Make the Lord your partner mm -hmm. in business or in your home. If you're a student, yeah. make him your partner yes. and then rely on him for the things that you need. The Lord wants us to do some things. I mean, he's given us arms and legs mm -hmm. and a brain. We're supposed to do something. Right. But so often in the Bible, like the children of Israel, he asked them to do the easy thing. Here, you walk from here to here. And then I'll provide the food. I'll provide the water. Yes. I'll provide the protection from the enemies. I'll provide the, he did the big stuff, but they had to do something, mm -hmm. but it was the easy part. Go pick up the manna. Okay, I can do that. Yes. <laughs> you know, but God has the manna, the manna delivered. Yes, so, I like that. Yeah. There's, uh, it reminds me of that Bible verse that says that God's compassions fail not. 
They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. It says, and he is so faithful. We might be, somebody might be listening right now who's mm -hmm. in the same situation. Yes. They're at the edge of their end of their rope. Mm -hmm. They don't have something. A check didn't come in. Mm. Uh, their husband or wife might have left them. Something terrible might have happened. What do you want to say to them? What can you say to encourage them? I think that sometimes when, the, when we're in that situation and we're hearing stories like this, it's like, oh, yeah, well, easy said that, yeah, that yeah, right? Yeah, it happened to somebody else. Right. Yeah. But pray. Pray because in praying, you're communicating to God and he will answer. Maybe not in the way that you're thinking of, but eventually in time you go, that was the answer that I needed. Yeah. Um, and there will be a peace knowing that you have left things in his hands. Yeah, and sometimes the answer comes quickly, the same mm -hmm. day. And other times it takes it days take or weeks. Days. Uh, but, but, the, but you trust the Lord. The Lord wants us to trust him. Yes, yeah. and another thing too is that it, when you pray, even if you're not in that situation right now, if you're praying, God, you know, if you want to use me, use me. And maybe he'll use us to help someone else. To answer somebody yeah, else's Yeah, to prayer. impress us. Like the people that came to that house with my friend, they yeah. felt impressed to bring exactly what she was needing. Wow. Pray that we can be an answer to somebody's Amen. prayer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, our time is quickly going. We have so many. It's always, always the case. Yes. I'm going to try to slip in one more story. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, actually, it's a, it's a story that happened on this set. We had a gentleman visit, visit us. He was from Peru. Hmm. Uh, no, I'm sorry. He was a missionary to Peru. He was from the United States. And when he was talking to us, I couldn't believe one of the stories that he shared. He said that while he was down there, they were looking for ways to serve the people. And he said that one of the ways they did was using the medicine. Mm. And in the part of Peru that he was in, um, thankfully it's not a real issue here in the United States, they had um, parasites mm. that they would take in and it would be in their stomachs. Mm -hmm. And so what they could do is this guy could take medicine, he and his friends could take medicine to the villages, give it to the villagers and they could get rid of the parasites. Mm. You know, you wanna do that because the food goes into you, you don't wanna be feeding a parasite, you need the nutrients, you need yes. the food. So that's what they decided to do to help these people. He packed up his backpack, and I think he said he put about 75 doses of medicine in there, mm -hmm. and they took off for the village. They got to the village and they started announcing, hey, we've got this medicine, come on out, we'll give it to you for free. The line started coming, the line started mm -hmm. coming, and it was exciting at first until he realized that there was about double the amount of people oh. that he had medicine for. And he said, oh Lord, we've come all this way, and I wanted to give medicine to everybody, and now we don't have enough. So he'd re he said, we'll go as far as we can. Reached into his backpack, pulled out the medicine. Reached in as the people lined up and they went through the line. One by one they went through and he was able to hand out. And as he kept going, he wasn't counting, he just kept giving. <laughs> and the line got shorter, and the line got shorter, the line got shorter. Wow. 10, 9, 8, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Every single person had it. And my friend said, I wondered how many doses are left in my backpack. And he opened it up and looked inside and it was empty. Wow. There was medicine for every person wow. who needed it. The Lord multiplied in his backpack the medicine. Exactly. So our program today has been God Provides. Mm -hmm. And in many of our stories, we talked about multiplication. Yes. God is able to take care of things in ways we can't even imagine. Mm -hmm. So we want, to, we want to encourage our viewers. You have problems. Everybody does. Take your problems first to God. Let him multiply. Let him do some creative answer for you. Mm -hmm. Make him your partner. Walk with him every day and say, Lord, I'm your child. And you said that I can rely on you to provide for me. And that's what we want to encourage you to do today. This podcast was brought to you by Better Life Broadcasting Network. Visit our webpage at blbn.org. That's blbn.org. 
for Better Life Broadcasting Network. There you'll find more information about the ministry and other programs we think you'll enjoy. You can also send us a note via our webpage, and we'd love to hear from you. Better Life also has a YouTube channel that you can access by going to youtube.com slash betterlifenetwork. That's youtube.com slash betterlifenetwork. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Be sure to search for all the Better Life TV podcasts. Until next time, God bless.